I'm sick of being where I'm at. That's it. Um, I, That's I'm, it. I, I'm no further along my – all right, you want the thing? It was to realise that, hang on, it's not the big house, it's not the big car, it's not me being able to show off shiny things and be able to tell someone I've done this that is the measure of my success. Yeah. It's my personal growth. Yeah. That is it. That's the moment. Yeah. And unless I do something about that, yeah. I'll always be here. Yeah. So could you please go back to those? We're only going to touch and taste them just for a little while. Let's go back to those days because I then want you to answer the question whether you believe that these depressive clouds, what do you believe? Are they genetic or were they environmentally fueled? I don't know, but what I put into my environment could very well have have an impact here. Look, We better find out about that environment. What was it? Early, I was a pot smoker. I was I was a man, I was a I was a stoner for a day. No, <laughs> for a couple of decades. What? For a couple of decades. For twenty years at least. Probably slightly longer. I smoked pot every single day. Mate, Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Guess what? You want to know the funny thing, Bernie? Go for it. You know, it's material things that we 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 set as the. Measures of success. You do this, they're actually going to come anyway. Yeah. But they're, we... they're a byproduct of it. And look, that, that doesn't mean that someone who isn't working on personal growth can't achieve amazing things with yeah. material. But I'm telling you, you take this path, they'll come anyway. They'll but, come. but that's not your mission. They'll come that's... anyway if we want them. That if the you point. want them. If you want them, mm. you know. What is love to you now? How do you see love? Look, I'm going to give it to you in one sentence. Uh, That may sound cliched, but it's not when you really think about it. And if you listen to what we've talked about today, it's bringing light to darkness. Because it's easy to bring light to light. Yeah. Bring light to darkness. That's where you bring, let's say, positivity to negativity. Yeah. Light to darkness says it so much better. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain it to people out there wanting to think. It, where there is darkness, you bring light no matter how hard it is. Mate, guess what? i got water in the eyes. Well, dear people, you just joined yet another episode of A Journey with Bernie, and I'm so grateful that you've chosen to be with us on this particular episode because have we got some great things to announce. We're going visual, folks, and it's all due to you, Adam Bell. Adam Bell, say hi to our listeners, please. Hello, everyone. Mate, we're going visual, and where are we? What are we? What's this studio we're, all about? I've not been here before. Tell me about it. It's exciting, isn't it, Bernie? <laughs> Mate, you're in the Pod Pro Australia studios. You're you're on camera. You're welcome, welcome to the world of visual podcasting, mate. It's been, should have been here earlier, but you're here now. And uh, but look, we, it's time to tell the listeners. It, you've been listening on Spotify. You've been listening on your on your favorite podcast platform. It's time to head over to YouTube. Wow. 
Oh. And uh, and watch the podcast. Mate, I feel as if you're taking me into another world, mate. I am. At 64 years of age, <laughs> I, didn't ex- I didn't expect to know this world. No, I, I am. And I am. And uh, look, it's a, it's a whole new uh, it's a whole new journey <laughs> for, for a journey with Bernie. And, uh, mate, from here on in, uh, you can now uh, listen. Listen on your favourite uh, platform, but uh, watch on YouTube. Now, I can, I can share with you, with most of the episodes – with these beautiful guests that I've had in the last, you know, 40 to 50 episodes, um, they have produced for me around about what I call 15 excerpts. Okay. Now, excerpts mean great periods of learning, great moments of learning. Mm -hmm. So when they go to YouTube from now on, (laughs) do they get the entire podcast? They get the entire podcast from start to finish. It's not just excerpts. It's like just – Burn. It, all it is, mate, <laughs> is you're hearing the same as if you went and listened to the podcast. It's just that you're seeing our two beautiful faces at the same time. <laughs> well, mate, um, I might be. I, <laughs> well, I think we're both maybe, in that category. Maybe I've, yeah, maybe I've overstated that a little. But uh, uh, this is wonderful. You also said a magical word before about the importance of subscribing and following. Can you elaborate on that for us, please? Sure. Look. On whether you're listening or whether you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the share button. And look, the other thing we want, Bernie wants feedback, okay? Leave a comment. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think of every single episode. It may, Look, especially on Spotify, the more comments you leave uh, and the more engagement you have in hitting share gives this opportunity to get this out to more people. You're listening because you love, you know, the content that Bernie brings you. So help, help us get the word out and get it to more people. So what we want is subscribe. We want to like and we want to share and we want to comment. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments below. Yeah, that'd be absolutely, absolutely wonderful. You've got a remarkable story, but I want you to please start, if you don't mind, with why are you in this business? What is this business of podcasting and bringing information to the to the global audience? What does all this mean to you? Why are you here, Billy? Look, I'm in podcasting now because I just believe it's the one platform that allows our energy to 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 be shared to the listeners, to the viewers. I'm in podcast marketing for businesses. So traditionally marketing for businesses has been ads, it's been words, it's been short videos. But in so many small businesses is that you use them because of the small business person that you like. If it's your your massage therapist, if it's your business coach, you use them because of them. Mm. You create that connection, you create that relationship. Now, and, and, and do you know why that is, Bernie? Because it's because your two energies align. Yeah, That's how that. any relationship starts, because your energies align. You know when you walk into a room and you don't feel the energy and there's someone you don't want to – that's because your energies don't align. Now, bringing that to the world of, of marketing, bringing your energy to be able for, – for a potential client to, to be able to connect with, you can do that through a podcast. You, I'm telling you, your listeners can – feel your energy. Well, they can I, feel yeah. your guest's energy. And when they're watching on YouTube, they, they get even more. So I bring that to marketing. So I there are so many small businesses out there um, who aren't in the online world. And I'm here because I want to bring them a new form of marketing that can help them grow their businesses. Yeah. And that is to bring their energy but in this particular case, of course, I, I'm not actually asking you, and we understand this, so much to promote my business as it is the message. The, 
There's such a commitment in a journey with Bernie, the podcast, around teaching people actions and strategies, their routines, disciplines, ways of seeing the world that help them to become a more loving human being. Mm-hmm. Now, why? Well, it's a reflection of the, of the owner of the podcast. It's a reflection of the Bernie here, yep. right here. Yep. In that we exist in this world to go on that beautiful pathway to find greater happiness within ourselves, not to be relying on things outside of us, but to be able to generate our own inner happiness so that we can make the world that we touch a better place by making it a a more loving environment. But we have to be that love in the first place. And why do all this? Well, who doesn't want to answer the question about what brings meaning to our lives? So you've just enthralled me. Because what you've said is that through the world of podcasting, we can bring the energy of that mission, you know, the tone and the enthusiasm, the passion for that pathway, we can bring that to the globe. I can give you a very easy analogy to prove that to you, Bertie. Everything you just said, and listen to the passion that you're giving, listen to the energy that you've just given to that, uh, to that description. Now, if that was in the written word and you're writing this in a book. Yeah, you're spot on. Is is the, the recipient of that going to get yeah. the same feeling that they're getting yeah. listening or watching you right now? There yeah. it is right there. Yeah. It's the podcasting. You feel it. Yeah. You can, and it, it will, it will invoke emotions. It will, you know, the written word can and does do things, but it's not like this, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I do say this humbly, um, I, I, cause I don't have any need to, to, to promote myself. But if I have one piece of feedback from all the, all the episodes so far is that there seems to be a, 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 an acclamation around the tone and the energy and the enthusiasm and the passion for what this podcast is all mate, about. Mate, I can feel it. The room is buzzing. <laughs> well, well, mate, I, I want to thank you ever so much because we met at a business network meeting. Yes, we did. Yes, yes, yes. We did. And, and since then, we've had this beautiful connection around possibilities. Hey, you're coming to Nepal with me. Have we announced that? You haven't announced that. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't wait. Why? Why can't you wait? Why did you want to grab that opportunity? Why was it important to Adam Bell? Look, it's something we'll probably dive in a little later, but um, I believe opportunities come for reasons and, and that this whole journey of life um, when you put things out there, you are the creator of what's, what's been happening. And I've been doing a lot of work on myself recently. And, you know, travel is one of those things that I've been putting out there. Now, did I know this opportunity was going to pop no, up? Absolutely not. No. And would it, if had you laid out 100, well, let's say 300 places to go and had the choice, Nepal probably would have been at the very back end. Uh, you know, there's the Maldives, mate. They're, 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 you know. Hey, Europe uh, and Paris. Europe and Paris. I haven't been in New York. That's still up there. But look, I, I also know and have heard and, and you know, have this feeling around the, the, the spiritual side of what people experience in Nepal with what, what you do yeah. and the trekking and so forth. Yeah. So when this d- did come along, you told me a little bit about it, mate. Yeah. It just, this is right for me at this particular time in my life. Oh, now we're getting to the story, Adam. <laughs> And that so, this will bring far more than – because, look, I'll, I'll tell you, Bernie, the, the other thing I was considering just at this time and was ready to book, at, yeah. but there were certain things that didn't happen. Um, and I was going to book a, a week in Vietnam with my 
my best mate. Yeah, yeah. And look, that would have been fun. It it would have been great. We we probably yeah. would have got drunk five nights out of the out of the out of the seven. Yeah. Um, we would have seen a lot of cool stuff, learned a bit about the culture, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but what it, what is that going to bring me versus what is the is it the twenty one days in the in Nepal with in what's Nepal. on your amazing program. Yeah. What am I going to walk away with? I'll still go to Vietnam with him in, course, sometime sure, in the mate, future. For different reasons. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But this, at the time in my life with the, the, yeah. the path I'm on right now, this fits. Well, when I told you about the journey of Nepal, I would have inferred something like this. I want you to imagine working with 550 disabled children. I want you to know that in 2015 their school was eliminated through the earthquakes mm. of Nepal. And I have said this on the podcast before and, I, and I, I say it with some reservation, but in a way the earthquakes did them a little bit of a favour okay. because by taking away those antiquated buildings that they had, we were able to step in and be a catalyst for a brand new school. You're going to be teaching with those kids. Those, that community of Kagandra, they love us for what we did. We love them. And so you're going to be part of that environment and that experience. And they, they are going to team us together because there's nothing like a group of participants from all over this country, maybe even the globe, who might decide to join us in April next year. There's nothing like serving together that actually teams people. And then where are we going to take that team? On the mighty trek to Everest Base Camp through around about 30 different Nepalese villages, learning the way of Sherpaism. I do think, I keep on saying this before, they may be the most peaceful tribe of people upon our planet. Probably because, possibly because, well, when you see what they're surrounded by, I'm talking about the Himalayas, that has to affect your soul. But they're also founded in Buddhism. <laughs> so when you've got the power of the Himalayas, most powerful force of nature upon planet Earth possibly, coupled with Sherpaism and Buddhism, well, Belly, this ain't getting drunk in Vietnam. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting drunk in the spirit of, of life and humanity and mate I'm looking at your face now and you knew that I that that this is the ambience you knew this is the calling and you said readily you said yes but you also said it's timely at this stage of your life I want you to elaborate on that why does that so appeal to you and why is it important to you now who are you now Adam Bell look I've been embarking on certain hab habitual things in my life to, to enable growth. And I, th I think I've said to you before, Bernie, the one and only measure of my success in life, of anyone's success, but I've found this now, is my own personal growth. And I've really stepped into that in recent times. We're talking the last two to three months Wow. Okay. And we can get into other areas here, of, you know, the, the, the power of attraction, the law of attraction, et cetera, et cetera. However, I've been doing daily habitual things. I've got a, a 12 point checklist 
that I, I've even got a, a scorecard on it of a hundred things that I need to tick off per week. And how many ticks I get is actually a score out of a hundred. This and 12 point checklist. What's that about? It's about the 12 points of things I need to do daily to, right. be, to live a better life and become a better human being. Okay. You better give us a couple of them. Well, meditation. Okay. What does meditation look like for you? And when look, do you do it? Look, having not had a huge amount of experience with meditation, I'm yeah. still learning. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting better at it. But look, I've got an app, an app that just guides me through it. And it's a, it's a fantastic app. It's got all sorts of different types of meditation. Name it. Is it calm? It's not. It's balance. Okay. okay. It's balance. And... Uh, it's just, it's phenomenal it, and, and it, it, it steps you up and, and it teaches you various different techniques and all sorts of techniques and you can choose different ones for different times of the day. How, it asks you how you're feeling, are you anxious, are you happy, are you sad at the moment um, and it will, it will then tailor the meditation to the time of day, how you're feeling and various other things that, that it asks. What's the benefit of that to you? Look, the benefit to me is I always feel better after I've done it. Wow. And it, it, it just, it also stops and brings you back because whether you call it our ego, whether you call it our mind, that takes over during the day and, and you forget that you're just a, a, an observer of, of those things. But once you're in it, you, you forget that. And th- this allows me every time I go back to meditation that, hang on, step back. Yeah. This yeah. is, life's just an experience of things yeah. that are going past and doing every day. But when you're in it, you, you feel as though that's all encompassing and all important, but it's not. Do you want to learn more about it quickly, uh, about the power of meditation? Sure. Mate, you've got to do a Vipassana. <laughs> a Vipassana, <laughs> the 10-day silent retreat. See, you, <laughs> see, you want to know how the mind gets you? Do you want to know the first thing that popped into my mind there? Which, But now I'm, I'm, I'm getting learning how to, how to recognise that. The first thing was, what's that and how much is that going to cost? <laughs> well, uh, see, that's, that's, human, that's your human mind. How much is that going to cost? That's the conditioning, mate, isn't it? Hey, that's the conditioning. Yeah. So why does my mind come up with that? Yeah. With that, you know, with that question well, when be, you first you say, not like, well, how's that going to benefit me? Well, because you trained it for 48 years. Mm. <laughs> but mm. now you're wanting to, to manage it. Mm. Now, the Vipassana program, if you look it up on Google, you're going to find that it's a worldwide movement. And, and very, very simply, supposedly in inverted commas, things must change over 2,000 years. But supposedly it was the same meditative process that Buddha used for nine years. Okay. I think only thing different is I think he was doing it at All right. every hour, every day for, okay. no, for, for nine years. Right. And so he, he, he finished up in a, in a space that was a, called enlightenment. We don't need to go oh, there. Yeah. And, and just out of interest, how much does that cost? Nothing. <laughs> you ready for this? Well, nothing. No, no, I get it. It is seriously, mate. It's nothing. It. It's totally done by donation. Right. So at the end of it, you decide. And this includes your accommodation and your meals. Wow. So if you decide to pay nothing at the end of it, that is your choice. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, naturally enough, Most people come out of it with, uh, with a wow of an experience and, and a mind that is so open to put new possibilities and a recognition 
of that perfect energy that you were talking about. Sure. I'm thinking of doing it again. I've already done it the once and I've already been back as a server to the program. Mm-hmm. So that's my second experience. But I'm thinking of going back to Nepal in November, December, just privately, and I'm thinking of doing one in either Nepal or India. Same program that's available here in Australia. It's also available in the Americas. It's available in Europe, Africa, etc., etc. So highly recommended to it. But you got me curious, mate. That's just one of the 12. That's I've got to ask for another two or three. Okay. <laughs> well, the first one is, look, I've always been a, uh, a sleeper in Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the next one is up before 6 a.m., bed made, curtains open. Does that depend upon what time you went to sleep? Look, this is this is my checklist. This is, ultimately, I'd like to be able to tick off and do a hundred percent. Am I am I getting up before six? Even now, having started for, you know, I'm less than a month into my my full checklist. Yeah. Am I getting up before six every day yet? Yeah. No. Yeah. But am I doing it more than before the checklist? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, it does still depend on on what time I go to bed. But yeah. th- this is for me to get better. Yeah. Uh, so that's another one. The next one. I, uh, and this is the, the hardest 30 seconds of my day, Bernie. Yeah. And I, st- uh, but I'm going to tell you what it is in a minute, but I stand there for 30 seconds before I do this. Yes. Looking at it going, all right. You, you could have children listening at him. <laughs> it's a cold shower. So I turn on the cold and then you can, you're standing in front of it, you can feel it on your toes. Yeah. So you can feel how cold it is and I have to, I have to work myself up to it. And, uh, and I just say, remember to breathe, remember to yeah. breathe. It, look, it's the same thing as an ice bath and yeah. you would have, you know, anyone out there looking yeah, at personal sure. development, yeah. there's, it's been proven there's all sorts of benefits to this. Don't ask me to explain them to you. Um, but I look, before the checklist, I knew I wanted to do this. I knew I wanted to do it. I knew that there would be benefits. Did I do it once? No, I'd never did it once. Do you know, since I've done the checklist, I'm now doing it three to four times a week. Again, I haven't quite, there are certain days I just go, no, I can't do this today. All right. Um, but I did it this morning. Yeah. And you do, you jump in, it's, yeah. And then, slowly you just and then you get it all over and it's about two minutes and then then turn on the and I remind myself that this is only two minutes it's two minutes of your day there there are benefits that I absolutely believe what um, is the benefit to you bud you, you you're you're, you're recognizing its value but, but, but what what can you actually say by you doing that you feel this benefit what is that benefit mate to, at the look that in terms of the benefits, there's physiological benefits, there's there's mental health benefits. Can I feel and notice? See, I'm doing a whole range of things now. Yeah, so what yeah. what am I getting from what I don't know? But I absolutely know and believe that yeah. this has benefits. It raises your, your cortisol and, you know, if you want to look at it scientifically, do that research. I, I'm not going to be the one to tell you exactly. But what, we should what, Google it. Yeah, abs- <laughs> absolutely. And uh, – but look, for me at the moment, it's commitment to doing something okay. and, to, and to change. That's okay. the benefit I'm getting out of it. I yeah. look back now after a week and say, I did that four mornings a week. Yeah. I know how hard that is for me to do. Sure. So it's the growth in myself that I've committed to doing it and yeah. I've started doing it. So uh, that's, the, that's the measurable 
benefit for me in my conscious mind at the moment. Yeah. But I also know and absolutely trust and believe there's all sorts of physiological and, uh, you know, mental and emotional benefits. I, I, I like what you're saying because you, 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 you said really it's the collective value. It's the, uh, it's the meditation. It's the getting up before six. It's the cold shower. And it's the collection of all of those yep. that adds so much. Sorry to interrupt here, listeners. It's Chip Huddy here, roused from my edit by what I just heard to bring you yet another of Chip's loaded questions. Do you hear it over and over again? Here's what I'm hearing. Successful people, and of course, I don't mean just materially successful people. I mean people who are on the journey of successfully harnessing their happiness potential. These people thrive on routine. They have a morning routine. They have an evening routine. If you're serious about managing your mind, meditation's not an occasional practice. It's daily. If you want the benefits of finding solitude in nature, it's not just something you do on holidays. It's a quiet walk every single morning. These people teach us that happiness springs from the soil of habits. They do what they know works for them every day. It's not a bit here and a bit there. They seem to make it a daily practice. So what's the routine that sets your day up for success? What habitual practices give you a consistent base of joy and tranquility? Speaking for myself and to second Adam's suggestion, my morning routine actually does involve a cold shower. It's energizing, it's galvanizing, I do recommend it, but just don't get too cocky and jump to ice baths too quickly, or you may end up red as a lobster and shivering on the floor of your bathroom after having fallen stiff-limbed out of the tub. Not that I know anything about that. I'm actually hearing that, that all of these suggestions, and they're wonderful suggestions, Adam, because... They are, they are actions that anybody listening to this podcast can actually decide to take and say, I'm going to, I'm going to implement that too into my life yep. because I believe that there may be benefits to me. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But my, my awareness says that every one of those actions that you've just mentioned, you know, meditation, you know, gratitude, getting up early before six o'clock, et cetera, et cetera, it actually makes you more aware of the greater spirit of you and that you are far more than what you allow your mind to keep on telling you when it's in an uncontrolled state. You are giving control and awareness to yourself to be able to choose what is important and Mm. valuable to you. But it's the checklist that has gotten me to actually do it because that's my accountability because at the end of the week I've got a score and I know each week I've got to make my score higher because that's going to make me a better person. It's going to make me overall happier and it's going to make me be able to give more to everyone. So back to the daily grind, you've got to step out and look because we don't, don't get off autopilot for a minute. Yeah. I think there's the key, mate. There's the key. Get off Autopilot, because we all become are. aware. Yep, become aware. Because it's 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 then yeah, your autopilot driving you. Yeah. It's your it's your conditioning. It's yeah. your programming, and whether that be good or bad. Yeah, yeah. That's what's driving 
every until you step back. That's why meditation is so good because beautiful, mate. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, Adam, I'm I'm finding this wonderful stuff because for our listeners. You're actually a living personification of some actions and some strategies and and routines. It's almost in my mind that the 12 checklist that you've got, put them all together, that is your desired routine. I think by admission you're not living every one of them every day. Absolutely not. But what would happen to you if you did? This is what I'm excited to find out. (sighs) Because, look, let's even wind back a bit. I, I, I've created a, one, another one on my list yeah. is to read my main goal, which is this, which is the 12-point checklist three times a day. Yeah. Okay, which I, which I do. Uh, I'm doing that pretty well at the moment. So, Not every day yet, but so the goal is, the, the goal I've set is it's a 100-day it's a goal. Yeah. And I created this checklist, as I said, that gives You a, created it? I created it. You didn't thieve no. it from the app? Huh? No, no. But, I've, uh, you know, all of the things yeah, on it. True. That's true. I've that's true. gotten from podcasts yeah. and everything else. Yeah. They're all the same. You listen to these things. They're all, all, all there. Yeah. Um, so my goal is to continually improve and con- improve my score and embed these daily habits into my life over 100 days so that by the end of the 100 days, the goal actually says that I'm getting a score of 85 or more consistently every week and that I've embedded this into my life and they are now normal. Yeah, yeah. So that I don't need a checklist, so that I just do these things forever because you ask what I'm going to get at the end of it. Yeah. I know, well, look, my goal with this, and we'll we'll probably explore this a little more, Bernie, I've had a real journey with depression in my life. Yeah, we're going to come to that. I've spent days in, when I say days, weeks in bed where I haven't been haven't been able to get out yeah. been in a really dark place my goal here is for this to rid me forever wow of depression i want to ask at the moment whether you actually believe that it could actually eliminate any medical support that you 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 have had or are still relying absolutely, on absolutely i think it can you go, wow 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 however Rather than just leave it at the moment, may I just say that that I can see when you embed these 12 actionable possibilities and they are part of your life, um, surely it, it moves you towards being, in your words, that perfect energy that you were talking about Much closer before. to it. Absolutely. Let's just say closer. Welcome to humanity. I hope I never get there. I hope you never get there. Otherwise, guess what? We've got to live this life if you're going to be that perfect energy. Yep. However, to be able to be aware of that perfect energy, to be able to live it more while being in this earthly existence, oh, I consider that a little bit of a wow. In fact, I think I consider it mainly the purpose of this podcast. That is when you are a truly, deeply loving human being, one capable of generating your own inner happiness, but still having a beautiful existence upon this planet and spreading it to our global brothers and sisters. Absolutely. Yeah, that made, I've got a feeling that's where we're, we're, we're that's, both talking about oh, here. for sure, for sure. But we've got to go back to what you were saying because you've had a catalyst to 
place you on this pathway so that you can identify these 12 principles to act in your life. You spoke about a depressive existence, a depressive past. Yeah, look. Tell us more about it. Okay. Uh, I've effectively suffered from depression my whole life. Uh, When I say my whole life, when did I first know it was depression? Late 20s. Um, That's interesting. That I knew it was. Had I probably been suffering from it for a long time up to that point? I think so, but didn't know what it was, didn't recognise it. Maybe it wasn't as severe. Uh, But I do remember, uh, I guess, a doctor telling me I had depression. As a youngster? No, this was when I – and that's when I first started to think, oh, so that's why I feel shit all the time. Right, yeah. that's why. But it, it was later on that the big, deep, depressive episodes came. And, and this is where, look, you, I'll, I'll describe depression for, for, for people out there and what it's – look, everyone's is different. But my experience of it is this. And, and I'm talking about my – look, I describe my depressive episodes as, um, you know, their length and their depth. So are they short and shallow or are they long and deep or, or, or a combination of both? And I've had long, deep ones, and they're, they're the worst ones. Yeah. And in my life now they still come, but they're much shorter and shallower. Okay. But when you're in a, uh, a long, deep depression, I wake up in the morning and it's literally three seconds before you say, so I'm awake. Oh, no. Yeah. Here I am again. And you feel a... A physical thing come across your body, there's instant anxiety. There's instant, oh, God, I've got to go through another day. Oh, God, is there any chance I can go straight back to sleep here because I don't like this feeling? Yeah. And all you want to do is sleep. Yeah. You're tired. And there's the, the, the only way I can describe it, and to someone who hasn't been there, you just don't comprehend there. There's this feeling of no hope. No oh. hope for anything, no excitement about anything. Why am I here? And I wish I wasn't here. Wow. Um, and it's it's just absolutely demoralising and and in it just it's just hours of a day where you lie there thinking, I just do not want to be here. Now that's different to being suicidal. I've never been suicidal, but I've definitely been. Gee, it sounds as if you're on the on the. You were tasting it. Look, no, I, I won't say that because the doctors always ask you, "Have you thought about taking?" You know, every time you go and talk about them, and the answer is no. I never once thought, "Shall I go grab a this? Shall I go do that?" Shall, there was never any thought of taking any action. It was just an overwhelming feeling of. I do not want to be on this earth. I wish I wasn't here, but not not to I, the point of action. Yeah, no, never to the point of action. But point. I realise people, and I can understand how people do, and and it happens. Yeah. It's still a, a, an epidemic out there. Got um, the funniest question, Adam. What what stopped you from moving to the point of action? Can you identify in any way whether there was something? acting for you that actually stopped thought. And often thought does become action. Mm. Was there anything there that you can identify that actually stopped thought from becoming 
Look, the ultimate action. Maybe, maybe not. Look, family would be the only thing that okay. I could maybe say. You know, the thought of my kids and my, you know, my parents. Wow. Um, in that and what it would leave them with, um, it, it comes across my mind occasionally. But look, I, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know what other people go through who do move to action, and what. Are there levels of depression yeah. and different types that affect the brain a different way? I, I don't know. Yeah. But for me, it never got to a point of I, I want to and I'm going to end this. It's just I wish I wasn't here. Yeah, I get you, mate. Um, to hear that you say, however, you know, family, your, your children, of course, I don't know them but I only hear one thing that's in common with both of them. And that is love. Mm, absolutely. It's almost as if love for those people, love as an entity and recognition that you still had love to give could have been the one force that stopped fairly desperate thinking from becoming a disastrous action. Love may have been the winner there. Mm. No, absolutely. And if you want to come back to the 12-point checklist, yeah. <laughs> which everything comes back to the 12-point checklist, I write out uh, two to three affirmations that I actually physically write them out. This is another one on the checklist. Fold up that bit of paper, yeah. put it into my, my pocket, uh, and the main one that is always there and never changes is I am love, I live in love and light. And that's and you know why I write it out and put it in my pocket every day, and that's just so because how many times you touch your pocket, you put your hand in there, and every time I feel that bit of paper, and I want to put that thought back through my mind, and if I'm not around anyone, I'll, I'll even say it. Well, the so, other reason why you do it too, Adam, surely is because you actually realise that you are perfect energy, and that's exactly, and that's why, and it, it's to remind me, no matter, let's just say the worst possible thing that could 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 possibly happen. And you touch that and you think, I've got to bring love to this scenario. Yeah. It's easy to bring it to something good, to something where you're joyful, there's something where everyone's happy. It's easy to bring it there. The challenge is to bring it when it's not there, to bring it to a scenario where there is no love. So how good are you these days? I'm getting better. Of bringing love to those scenarios where you have the short and the shallow. You speak about the possibility of still some depressive moments or depressive times, but you describe them now as short and shallow. How good are you at bringing love to those moments so it can rescue rescue you out of that existence? Not real good at all. Aren't you good, mate? Not real good at all. Yeah. And look, it... Can is this me making excuses that I should no. be able? Hang on, but uh, no, I'm asking myself the question. Yeah. It's a rhetorical question here. Am I? It's an interesting question that you ask. It's making me think. Great. But when you're there, when you're in this episode, you feel as though you have no power to bring that. That there, there's this. I call it this dark cloud, Bernie, that comes down wow. across. If you can imagine, let's just you know picture this. When you wake up in this dark, thick black cloud, let's just imagine it, just the size of yeah. two he- two helmets. And when that comes there, you feel as though you can't bring anything because yeah. there's this fog, there's this s- something there that uh, stops you to be able to, to bring, no matter how much uh, consciously you want to do it. That's how I describe depression. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. 
And it's three, like that wake up thing, it's three seconds before the cloud goes boom. And then you start. You all you feel as though you are. Well, dear people, you might consider this an interruption to the podcast. Not so. It is a glorious invitation, an invitation for you to join me and many, many others on that mighty trail to Everest Base Camp in Nepal, or maybe you'd prefer to do Gokyo Lakes. Yes, you've got two choices there, and both of them will not let you down. Why? Because you'll be walking under the shadow of the most powerful forces of nature upon our planet, but you're also trekking and hiking with the beautiful Sherpa, who are our our guides, are they the most peaceful tribe of people upon the planet? I think so. And they're beautifully founded in the spirit of Buddhism. Just imagine it. Nature, Himalaya, powerful forces, Sherpaism, Buddhism, all infecting and invading your soul. I'm letting you know now, dear people, you come on the mighty trek that's leaving Australia or entering Nepal on April the 3rd or 4th, 2024, and you cannot return to your home base, your country, the same person as the one who left. It is simply that powerful. Would you love to join us? Here's all you have to do. I want you to take note of this particular number. Now get a pen. I'm going to delay for a second. Uh, uh, Three seconds I delayed for. Plus six one. Four one two. Nine eight two. Four four four. Now, you text me and say that you're interested, and within 48 hours, I'll have delivered back to you a comprehensive information kit that gives you all the information that you will need to make an informed decision about joining us and the globe on a mighty trek to Everest Base Camp. And please remember that preceding that trek, we're also going to spend two beautiful days with 550 disabled children in Kathmandu. Yes, we built them a brand new school following the earthquakes of 2015 which shattered their classrooms and 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 I, I I hesitate to say this but thankfully they did because the new school that they've got has been a, a new energy for this beautiful community called Kagandra dear people come to Nepal with us where I promise you that your spirit to become that more loving human being generate greater inner happiness it will be enhance. Hey, let's go back to this episode of A Journey with Bernie. Are you enjoying it? Now, mate, you did give me the privilege earlier on of um, uh, making me smile about your younger days. Apparently, they were pretty, pretty joyful at times. Well, you explored, explored a few different avenues. So... Could you please go back to those? We're only going to touch and taste them just for a little while. Let's go back to those days because I then want you to answer the question whether you believe that these depressive clouds, what do you believe? Are they genetic or were they environmentally fueled? I don't know, but what I put into my environment could very well have have an impact here. Look, We better find out about that environment. What was it? Bertie, I was a pot smoker. I was I was a I was a I was a stoner for a day? No, <laughs> for a couple of decades. What? For a couple of decades? For twenty years at least, probably slightly longer. I smoked pot every single day, mate. Bob Dylan. 
<laughs> Look, they, they, they love to, you know, these um, st- stoner icons, yeah. uh, you, know, you know, they love to – look, I've got no problem with people who smoke pot now and, and I, I, I believe in all the medicinal, um, you know – Plant medicines. Yep, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The purposes they have. But I think it's like anything. You abuse it and it will, it will stuff you over. Yeah. I abused it, mate. Yeah. I abused it. What does abuse of it look like? Daily, just da- not not doing it, not choosing to do it. I wasn't cho- once I got into that daily habit. It wasn't a choice. Mm. It was it was a necessity. Now, when I say daily, you know, I wasn't wake up, have a joint, and off you go. I was a as soon as the day was done, bang, yeah. with, bang until bedtime. Yeah. If I was on holidays, yeah, there'd be brekkie bongs. You'd call um, that an addiction. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. 100%, mm. without a doubt, because when it came time to want to stop, and I wanted to stop heaps of times, tried, couldn't. Yeah. Or let's say, let's not say tried, couldn't, tried, failed. Yeah. Tried, yeah. failed, tried, failed, went two weeks, how good is this? Yeah. Oh, we could just do it once. Mm. And look, so did that cause my depression? It's chicken or egg here, I don't know. Did I get depression and was I using that to self-medicate? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So... It, to, to come back to your question, I abused marijuana for 20, 25 years. Yeah. Don't do it anymore. I haven't, haven't had, haven't for a long time now. Uh, would never go back. Why? Uh, Why? Why? Um, you, you, you felt there was some benefits. You, you even mentioned before that with many of the plant medicines, you believe that they, oh, they could well, actually hold value. Well, yeah, but, um, but you, again, like any type of medication, Bernie, take it if you've got an ailment to to, yeah. to need to 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 fix. You know, are you gonna if if you take pot to cure pain as pain relief, are you gonna take it if you don't have any pain? Yeah. Are you gonna go and pop some panadol if you don't have any pain? Yeah, yeah. If you're doing I, that, you're using it for a different for a sure, different reason, different purpose. Yeah, different purpose. I have heard someone say recently to me. In fact, I can let you know who it was. Matthew Barber in one of the early episodes. He he experimented with the psychedelics and he he claims real value in the experience but he did warn he said you've got to make sure that you don't fall in love with the the joy and the pleasure that it brings because if you do you become addicted to the pleasure rather than seeking the benefit and the value that, that there perfect is that it that's it so thank you yep. matthew barber yep. um i for... like the fact that it just it zonked me out for the night didn't have to think you know i think i like any type of self self medicating for want of a better phrase using a, a substance and you know a lot of people alcohol is the yeah. thing because that's the one thing our society tolerates uh and and is totally 100 percent acceptable yeah um you're using it to escape for from whatever it is in life that's 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 you know bringing you down and yeah. but but you know human beings in Western society mostly uh, alcohol or pot or, or anything yeah. like that they're trying to numb something that they don't want to feel. Wow, wow! And I presume I was doing that, and yeah. um, whether that was depression, whether it was other things going on in my life. Again, this is the journey of life and discovering w- yeah. what that is and why you're doing it and whether you can conquer it. And, and that's, um, of course, what we must dwell upon very, very shortly: is the the actual effect you went down that particular journey, 
And as a result of that journey, it has led you to, dare I say it, a 12-point pathway to sure. greater, inverted commas, enlightenment about the possibilities of life. You probably wouldn't be here, Adam, had it not been for the, the, the road that headed south. Yep. Now you're on a road that's heading north and upwards yeah. because of the experiences um, of the past. For sure. Can, can I ask you, you did say it zonked you out. You almost looked forward to being zonked out. Yeah. Um, what is the danger of just being zonked out all the time. If that happens repeatedly over and over again, I'm just seeking well, the zonked out experience. Who do you become? Well, I wasn't living life. I was doing, it was just a daily, a daily uh, go do what you need to do to be able to be existing in our society. I have money to pay rent. I have yeah. money to get food. I yeah. have have enough to live life, do the bare Minimum to uh, exist yeah. in our, in 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 society. Yeah. Then for the rest of the time, stay and watch TV. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That was it. That was the the that was it. It sounds as if the benefit, not the benefit, the the outcome was it just made you exist mm. without movement, yep. <laughs> without go forward, without go up. Yeah. But how remarkable that, as we alluded before, that that experience over two decades um, has actually led you to where you are now and the way that you see things now. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Talk to us about, talk to us therefore about love in your life. Talk to us about where does love fit into your life? How does love now flourish in your life as a result of those experiences? Where is love in your life? Look, where is love? It's two energies combining where you're bringing the most positive energy you possibly can. That's what love is. It's the most positive, amazing, I think, interaction of two of two energies. How old are your two children now? They're 13 and 16. I know it sounds the funniest, queerest question. Here we go. But as a result of the space that you're in now, do you actually love them more? Absolutely. Elaborate. I, well, uh, it's more about me, uh, you know, being able to bring love to every interaction that I have with them or trying to because I'm still, again, I'm still nowhere near perfect. I still yeah. lose my shit occasionally. Yeah. You know, I still yell. I, yeah. They still frustrate me. But each time I look at that, I step back and go, why the hell did I do that? Yeah. Could I have done that differently? Because that wasn't bringing love. Yeah. Um, so, gee, that's an awareness. Well, this is what this is what I'm trying to get to with this whole entire conversation, Bernie. It's about, and this you can't, this becomes down to look again these key words that we keep throwing: emotional intelligence. Yeah, looking back at an emotion that you let get get control of you afterwards and think, why did that happen? Yeah, yeah. I could have done that so differently yeah. if I didn't let that emotion play out. Because yeah. you look back two days later, yeah, and you think. We didn't have to go through that. I, I just heard something beautiful in what you just said, Adam. You, 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 you mentioned, we mentioned before about being zonked out in that existence. 
But in that existence, there is only awareness and it's all about poor self. It's all about the existing self. But now you just described about how even to your children, you see the opportunity to love them more as a gift. It comes from you within you, but it, it, it flows outwards. Whereas the existence you described before was one in which everything was poor me, poor me, wallow, wallow, wallow. Mm. Now we experience life because we have the choice of being in a state of which you approve for self so that you now have the choice to give mm. and to add value to even your children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, it, it extends beyond that. It's to everything where you can. Wow. That makes love a lifestyle. Mm. That's not just love for a child. Yep. That's not just love for parents or love for a treasured one. Yeah. This is love a lifestyle. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And look, this is, I come back again to, and I, I just always try to bring myself back to this. The only measure of my success in life is my personal growth. And this, this is the core of that personal growth for me. And I think, you know, almost for, for anyone, how much more love can you give and remove what isn't? Well, 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 I think you should refine your mission statement, mate, <laughs> to, to that your purpose is to embrace personal growth so that you become a more loving human being. Mm. It seems to be as if the, the loving human being is the outcome, the desired outcome mm. of your growth. Does that fit? It, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, personal, personal development is the tool that gets you there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, hey. and it, to bring it all into that, the, the other thing is, is wherever possible, realise it's your mind and the, your ego that stops it 99% of the time. Yeah, and so therefore the 12 actionable steps there are there really to manage and, and to, and in, in a way, purify, keep at bay mm. that mind and the ego so that you can be the perfect yep. energy of love yep. that you, you speak about. Mm. And so we've got to learn to be who we already are. Like, wow. Mm. It's almost as if we don't even have to find it or discover it more because you're saying, perfect, yeah, we already are it. We just got to learn to manage mind and ego and self yep. so that allows us to be it. And get out of autopilot and, real, and observe it. It's another, another phrase for the same thing. Mm -hmm. But what I'm interested in now is because you also mentioned it even shows in love for your parents, yep. <laughs> not just your children. So therefore I'm assuming that also shows in different actions. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you can say we love more, but it's got to be love in action. So what different actions now, for example, would you give to your parents or even your children that you didn't give once before? How is that greater love? What does it look like in action? Well, it, it almost comes back to something I've already talked about. It's self-awareness of how you are acting and realising when you're, you're bringing love to a, a situation and realising when you're not. But the challenge and the the the... Where I can continually get better on that is not realizing afterwards, which is where I'm at at the moment, 
in reflection. It's trying to actually bring that to realizing in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so that. that you can I change right then and there. That I'm about to, I'm about to explode because you didn't do this or you've done that. Not exploding and then two hours later going, wow, that was interesting. Why, yeah. did, why did I let my emotions get hold of me there? That wasn't real pleasant. Did I bring love to that scenario? Absolutely not. Yeah. It's realising just as you're about to do it. Yeah. That's where I'm trying to get to. Can I give you some specific examples? And even an experience that you and I had this morning, we were talking about, we don't need to go into it, we were talking about sufficiency versus wanting more, mm. you know. And I could hear uh, your your connection with one part of that philosophy and me with another connection to the other part of the philosophy. And I just felt a moment of love in which it was not necessary to try to be right. No. It wasn't necessary to try to protect the philosophy that I believe in, uh, nor was it, you know, any need to fight the philosophy that you believe in. The loving moment said to me, guess what? It's okay to be different. Just let it go. But I love that. We could, we let could, it go. We could spend a whole nother hour talking about the, the need to be right. Yeah. And how that ruins life. It, it, that's but that's ego. ego. <laughs> we said that at exactly the same time. <laughs> but we are just so driven to do it yeah. innately in, and, and that's autopilot. Yeah. That's autopilot. Yeah. It's um, and it gets you because I still do it. And, yeah. and this is, you know, this is everything that, again, step back and ex- observe it and yeah. that's the only way you can actually try to then change it in the moment. Yeah, mm. yeah. Belly, um, Belly, take us, take us forward. Um, l- like I- in this current journey that you're in, and and by your own admission, some of the highlights of it have only been in the last two or three months for oh, you. Oh, for sure. Oh, amateur. <laughs> Absolutely. Did I say that? No, that was supposed to be a joke, dear people. No, look, that I don't mind that because that means I've got so 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 much more to, to work on, so much more growth to, to have. No. Because if you if you actually ever think you're not an amateur at what we're talking about, beautifully here, said. You, you're actually beautifully you're said. actually at the wrong at the, in the wrong place because yeah. you should always be an amateur, realizing you you'll never be a professional because when you're a professional from this amateur spot now. You've still got – you're yeah. still an amateur to the next yeah. level. Makes and, sense? And that's why I just recognise that my comment was full of ego, mate, <laughs> <laughs> because you're spot on, mate. When is the journey ever over? Never. There is always, always a higher degree. Absolutely. So, Belly, where's all this going to take you? What's ahead? For Adam Bell. For years and years and years, I've been wanting to do all of these things yeah. and telling myself this week, next Monday, yeah. oh, hang on, uh, let's start in January. Didn't do it last week. Oh, I've just had depression again. There's always. But this is the first I know I've got to go and tick those boxes at the end of the day. And I, I get, you know, if I've had a bad one and I'm only on four, I think, no, go go meditate. We need we need the numbers up. So, And it won't be like that forever. I, my goal is that I get to this and I'm just doing this naturally now because it gives me a better life and I give more love out, which is my ultimate goal through doing it. There was a turning point, mate. You can't know all this for all these years and now you are on a pathway of wanting to be what you know. You were aware 
But right now, you want to be it. And you actually know in your heart of hearts that that perfect energy that you are love, you carry around that in, in your pocket every day. You know that is your reality. That's why I said before, it ain't possible to go back. Is it possible to have blockages and hurdles along the way? Hey, welcome to humanity. I get that. But now you know it. And that's always going to be calling you forward. I want to know what was the catalyst. There was a turning point. There was a moment. There was a day. There was a week. There was an event. What was it? Look, I think that can be quite often the case, but I don't know that there was one one defining moment or event that made this happen. It was it's it's been building probably for twelve months. Look, it's been building for. 10 years, but in the last 12 months, I've just thought, I'm sick of being where I'm at. That's it. Um, I'm, I've, I'm no further along my, all right, you want the thing it was to realize that, hang on, it's not the big house. It's not the big car. It's not me being able to show off shiny things and be able to tell someone I've done this. That is the measure of my success. It's my personal growth. That is it. That's the moment. Yeah. And unless I do something about that, I'll always be here. Yeah. And I love that you just said it's now me about being, because there's another saying I love, Bernie, and that's something I got from a course years ago. And that's what this goal, this 100-day goal is all about. It's be, do, have. Yeah. Because we actually think if we have stuff, we'll do stuff and yeah. then become someone. It's it's usually we're taught it's the opposite. Yeah. But if you actually become the right person. Yeah. And then you, your actions will follow. So do yeah. is the action. So be this is about being. Yeah. Well, everything I'm doing now, it's a hundred days goal to change my being because yeah. that will lead into the actions I'll be doing. Yeah. And then having yeah. the desires that I, I I have. Yeah. Which in turn will allow me to be more and do more and Absolutely. have more. Absolutely. We're Be, do, yeah, have, yeah, 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 yeah. not yeah. have, do, be. All the things we are taught to believe are measures of your success in life aren't. And if you can just better yourself and and uh, improve yourself as a human being and how you relate to others and what you bring to to other living things on this planet, yeah, that is the measure of your growth. And if I can show somehow others that what that's brought to my life and how it changes, yeah. And guess what? Guess what? You want to know the funny thing, Bernie? Go for it. You know, it's material things that we, we, we set as the measures of success. You do this, they're actually going to come anyway. Yeah. But they're, we... they're, they're a byproduct of it. And look, that, that doesn't mean that someone who isn't working on personal growth can't achieve amazing things with yeah. material. But I'm telling you, you take this path, they'll come anyway. But, come... but that's not your mission. They'll come That's, anyway if we want them. That was if the you point. want them, if you want them, mm. you know. I, can I? You know, I, I, I embrace this path. I think you know that's part of the reason why I do the podcast. I got to be honest with you, mate. I want experiences rather than things. Mm. You know? Well, that that too. 
That too. Give me, give me those Nepal Himalayas, mate. Yep. That's why I can feel comfortable about going back there between mid-November and mid-December for five weeks by myself, mate. And I'm going to embrace the Langtang trek, another ten-day Vipassana retreat in Nepal or India. Might even look up what Sadhguru is doing in <laughs> India because he, he does some remarkable workshops. And but, mate, just that dedication to growth—that to me is just beautiful, beautiful. Life. I'm enjoying it, mate. I'm enjoying oh, it. Mate. Well, I'm enjoying this this podcast, this discussion, as you call it. Guys, it's Chip again, just poking my head in because Bernie's just prompted yet another of Chip's loaded questions, and it's all about experiences this time. What new experiences are you seeking? It's as if Bernie was challenging you and I to be a little bit bolder, to do things we haven't done before. And the question is why? Now, far be it for me to claim knowledge of the great man's mind, but in the spirit of joyful inquiry, let's have a crack. I reckon it's because he knows that you and I aren't going to discover anything much about ourselves and our greater potential if we stay locked in the safety of our comfort zones. And I use the word locked very deliberately because our comfort zones can so easily become our comfort prisons. We got to bust out. We got to reach for the different and the new. Only by going after that which is beyond our grasp can we grow tall enough to take hold of it. But different experiences come in many different forms. A new country to visit, skiing for the first time, going to a Buddhist retreat like I've never done, but that's going to change, learning a musical instrument. What about a week on a health farm? Doesn't the sense of possibility just amp you right up? The world has so much to offer, and so often we don't even look. So are you like me? Are you a bit guilty of not embracing new experiences enough? Are we afraid? Are we stuck in our ways? What can we do to remove the obstructions and dive headfirst into something beautiful and new? See, this is why I'm so grateful for these opportunities to go to Nepal with Bernie. One trip's all it takes, and it, and it gets in you. It gets in your blood. It's one of those bugs you'll never want to shake. So what new experiences are calling you? And when are you going to make them happen? Finish it off for us, please, mate. And, and, and I want you to finish off with, with this question and just take a breath before you answer it. What is love to you now? How do you see love? Look, I'm going to give it to you in one sentence. Uh, That may sound cliched, but it's not when you really think about it. And if you listen to what we've talked about today, it's bringing light to darkness. Because it's easy to bring light to light. Yeah. Bring light to darkness. That's where you bring, let's say, positivity to negativity. Yeah. Light to darkness says it so much better. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain if people out there wanting to think, it, where there is darkness, you bring light no matter how hard it is. Mate, guess what? I've got water in the eyes. Uh, and hey? th- there's plenty of examples of this throughout life. And, uh, and again... Check this, and I'm not going to say it's absolutely true, but I, the one thing uh, is it Mahatma Gandhi when he was when he was shot, and as he's falling to the to the ground, yeah. about to die, he looks at the the guy who's just shot him and says, "I love you." Yeah, that's bringing light to darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy, um, 
I have a feeling that you're going to bring a lot of light. Not that a journey with Bernie was in darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I brought light to Bernie. Look at look. Have a look at us on YouTube, people. This is light to where there was I darkness. Think, I think that's where I was just going to ask you to finish off with. As a result of this beautiful, wonderful discussion, and I told you it would be. What would be your last message just to our listeners? Hit the subscribe here? button. <laughs> Hit the subscribe button, like, share, comment. Mark Bernie, I'm your, pod- I'm your podcast manager, mate. What do you think I'm going to say? So, Like, so, share, comment. So by pressing that button, you turn on the lights. You do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You do. And, and the purpose of that, dear people, is pretty darn simple. Because of the nature of this podcast, the objective of this podcast, what we're trying to achieve – wouldn't you agree that it would just be fantastic if uh, one day, and it will happen, we're going to have hundreds of thousands of followers? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's so many more people that need to hear the messages of your guests. This is it. And mate, you should see the collective message that comes out of all the episodes mm. so far. And interesting enough, the collective overlaps. Mm. That is interesting. But also the collective differentiations. I never thought there could be so many actions and strategies. And in your words, to find light Mm. in our lives and to be the light to so many other people. Especially where there's darkness. Mate, Belly, can I thank you ever so much, mate? You're Um, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for taking the the podcast to another level with this visual experience that's about to explode on YouTube. But also, mate, and just as important, perhaps even more so, for sharing your your story this morning, mate. There are going to be people out there that can relate to your journey. And as a result of that, they've got part of the the, the 12-point script (laughs) that they can call upon in order to uh, improve their lot in life. Hey, if I asked you, please, for the 12 points in dot point, not now, yep. but could I put that in the description notes? Yeah, yep, yeah, sure. Yeah, so in that way people can actually access those, those actionable steps. Sure. Adam Bell, thank you very, very much, mate. And as we always sign off, thank you for being part of a Journey with Bernie. Thank you, mate. Thank you. (laughs) Cheers, dear folks. Love you all. Bye. Well, good people, what did you think of that? I don't know about you, but I just loved it. But I continue to love these stories and these journeys of people's lives that can give to us strategies and actions and routines and and disciplines and ways of seeing the world, all of which can help us to become more loving human beings, happier ones too. And listening intently is the chipster, Chip Lachlan Huddy, our editor and producer. And as promised, He's about to deliver Chip's take-home pay, a four-minute summary of all the goodness and the gold that we just heard over the last hour. Hey, take it away, Chip. Salutations, my fellow adventurers. Yes, it's me again, Chip Huddy, coming at you just the one more time this episode to deliver Chip's take-home pay. Today, it's all about three things. Can you guess? Be, do, have. Now, listeners, what did you think when you heard Adam say those three things? Being or becoming the right person, the kind of person whose natural actions or doings will bring them the things they've always wanted their life to have. How did that sit with you when you first heard it? Because I'll be honest, I struggled with it. I found myself thinking, being? What? 
No, it's all about doing. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Batman said that. That's good enough for me. But this one wouldn't leave me alone. Be, do, have. So I sat with it. Put the ego on the shelf. I just tried to allow those three words to show me what they were trying to show me. And not only did they show me they were true, but they revealed themselves to be a beautiful illumination of my favorite idea from this podcast. The power of moving from reactive to proactive. How'd Bernie put it? Getting off autopilot. Because autopilot is the very definition of reactivity. You're just drifting through life, reacting to whatever it serves up, but to choose proactivity, to make your weekly checklist, for example, or to build some other routine, is to make the choice to be the kind of person who pays attention to the way they move through life and therefore who pays attention to the actions that bring themselves and others happiness. They choose to be this person. This person does these things. These things cause this person to have happiness. Be, do, have. Why is that so important? Because that is how you internalize the value of something. And if that value has been internalized, you will do the thing even when it's hard because the thing will be joyful no matter the circumstances because you have become the kind of person who knows these things will bring them joy and therefore they feel joy doing them. And that's how you make your ability to feel and be and bring love in everything you do, totally bulletproof. Be, do, have. That's what I learned today. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I'm the Chips to Chip Huddy. This has been Chips Take Home Pay, and I do hope you found some pay worth taking home. As always, my friends, Auf Wiedersehen. Ah, that was gold, dear people. That was Lachlan Huddy and Chips Take Home Pay. Simple strategies, aren't they? Just humble suggestions taken specifically from this episode. And you know and I know that if we implement them into our lives, just going to help us to be happier, a more beautiful human being and a more loving one at that. And who doesn't want that happening in their lives? Oh, dear people, I do hope this episode of A Journey with Bernie had a positive impact upon you. I can't wait to deliver the next one. Hey, it's just around the corner. Please enjoy this journey of life. Embrace this journey. And in the meantime, dear people, just remember this. Remember this.